It's time for Show What You Know, the podcast from Encyclopedia Britannica, where kids get to test their knowledge and match their wits to win cool prizes. And now, all the way from Great Britain, here is the editor of the Britannica all-new Kids Encyclopedia and the host of Show What You Know, Christopher Loy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the final episode of this season's Show What You Know, where we will be exploring today's world. And what an extraordinary world it is. We live on a planet studied with great cities. The internet connects more than 4 billion people daily. And researchers are continually finding new ways for us to live longer and healthier lives. But such advances have come at a cost. We are witnessing a mass extinction. Our climate is warming. And our interconnected planet makes the perfect breeding ground for an age-old human enemy, disease. What will tomorrow bring? Nobody knows. But I believe, and I hope, it will be your generation who finds a way for both humans and the rest of the Earth's precious creatures to thrive far into the future. Before we get to our first quiz, let's review the ground rules. Each of our three contestants has received a chapter about today's world from the Britannica all-new kids' encyclopedia What We Know and what we don't. They've each had 24 hours to study the chapter and prepare for the quiz. So now let's meet our three contestants and see what they've learned. Contestant number one. Hi, my name is Ella. I am 10 years old and I live in Darien, Illinois, just outside of Chicago. Contestant number two. Hi, my name is Maya. I live in Darien, Connecticut, and I'm 11 years old. Contestant number three. Hi, my name is Riley. I'm 11 years old and I live in Evanston, Illinois. If our contestants' names sound familiar, it's because they've all been on the show before. Ella, Maya and Riley each came in first place the last time they were here. And now they're back to compete for the grand prize. So here's the big question. Are you guys ready to play Show What You Know? Yes! Okay, I... (laughs) Sorry, I've got a bit of a cold. All right, our first quiz is called True or False. I'm going to give each of you a series of statements and you have to tell me which ones are true and which ones are false. The first contestant to hit the buzzer and give the right answer gets one point. If you give the wrong answer, you lose a point. Okay, here we go. About three billion people in the world don't have access to the internet. Wow, Maya, you were quick on that buzzer. Tell me, is that statement true or false? It's true. You're absolutely right. Okay, here's our question number two. Globally, about two billion people eat insects as part of their regular diet. Ella, that was lightning fast on the buzzer. Tell me, was that true or false? That was true. It was true. Do you eat insects for breakfast? No. (laughs) No, Okay. well, you're not one of those two billion people that do. Congratulations, well done. Here's our third question. The world has only about 10 billionaires. Maya, that was lightning fast again. Tell me, is that true or false? I believe it's false. Yes, it is. There's more than 2,000. Okay, and here's our final question of this round. Human population has remained about the same 
for the last 100 years. Maya, you were first again on the buzzer. Congratulations. Is that true or false? It's false. In the 1800s, there was one billion people. Very good indeed. And now we're getting close to eight billion. Okay, we're off to a great start. Let's give our three contestants a big... No, no, I don't want you to sneeze. I want you to give them a big hand. That's better. Now, the next quiz is called... I'm going to read a list, and one of the things on the list doesn't belong there. After I finished reading the list, the first contestant to hit the buzzer and tell us what shouldn't be on the list wins the quiz. A correct answer is worth four points. Here we go. About 60% of all calories consumed on Earth come from four staple crops. Which of the following is not one of those staple crops? Rice, wheat, maize, apples, or soy? Maya, you were in there like a flash. Tell us which one did not belong on the list. Apples. Very good. You're right. You win four points. Fantastic. Thank you. So, at the end of our second quiz, we have Maya in first place with seven points. And in second place is Ella with one point. And Riley is on third place with no points. Now, we have to take a short break here, but don't go anywhere because we'll be right back with more of Show What You Know after this word from our sponsor. Hiya, kids! Willy Wombat here! And don't forget about me, Wanda Wombat! (laughs) We're here to tell you about our new website, Wombats to the Rescue! (laughs) You can help our Wombat Rescue Team by going to our website, cuddlyandcutenews.com, where you'll get all the latest Wombat updates. Just make sure to have your parents' credit card handy so you can order your very own Wombat Rescue T-shirt. That's coming... Hold on a second. Oh, yes, Mr. Lloyd? I'm looking at your website, and there's a picture of a pink wombat. Don't wombats normally have brown fur? It's pink because our wombats are so cute and cuddly. (laughs) Aw, don't you just love wombats? I'm also seeing all sorts of spelling mistakes, and it says the website comes from a secret source. Well, who is this secret source? Oh, we can't tell you that. Our wombats are kind of shy. (laughs) And they don't know how to spell big words. You know what I think? I think this is a total scam. Look, pal, we're just trying to make a buck here. I I mean, gee, Mr. Lloyd, that's not very nice. I'll tell you what's not very nice. Using the internet to spread false information. He's right. I told you this wombat thing was a bad idea. Give me that microphone. No, give it back. It's mine. Give it back. We still have ten seconds left in this commercial. Listen, everyone. The internet is a wonderful source of information. But not everything on the internet is accurate or true. If you see something that doesn't look right, like those silly wombats, 
Use your search engine to check the facts. And whatever you do, don't give any personal information until you first check with your mum or dad. All right, our next quiz is. Phony baloney! I bet you guys remember this one. There are four incorrect things in the sentences I'm about to read to each of you. And when you hear the wrong thing, what do you shout? Baloney! Great! Now, after you shout baloney, you can get an extra point if you tell me what the correct answer is. We'll start with contestant number one, Ella. Ella, if you hear something that doesn't sound right, what do you shout? Baloney! Okay, Ella, your subject is cows and greenhouse gases. Here we go. Meat and dairy products provide essential protein for many of us. But farming animals can be bad for the environment. Grazing cows, for example, emit large amounts of hydrogen when they pass gas and burp. Baloney! Okay, what's the problem, Ella? Grazing cows emit methane when they pass gas and burp. Oh, very well spotted. Of course they do. Not hydrogen, but methane. Okay, let's continue. Cow burps contain less methane than gas from the other end. It takes 100 cows to produce 180 kilograms of methane a year. Baloney! Okay, what's the problem? A single cow can produce 180 kilograms of methane a year. That's incredible knowledge. Well done, Ella. You're absolutely right. Okay, let's continue. If every person ate one fewer burgers a week for a year, it would have a similar effect to taking one million cars off the streets. Baloney. Okay, what's the problem, Ella? It would have a similar effect to taking ten million cars off of the road. Wow, ten million. You really have done your homework very well indeed, Ella. And you spotted three out of my four incorrect statements there. The one that slipped through your net was I said cow burps contain less methane than gas from the other end. Actually, amazing as it sounds, <coughs> the burps contain even more methane. So, at the end of that round, you correctly identified three balonies and you gave me three correct answers, which gives you a total of six points. Thank you. Next up is Maya, contestant number two. Maya, are you ready for your balonies? Yes. Okay, your subject is anything, anywhere. Here we go. Countries sell goods and raw materials to one another. Huge ships called country ships carry goods across the oceans. Oh, tell me, what's the problem, Maya? They're called container ships. Oh, very good indeed. Container ships, or I would have accepted cargo ships as well, but that's excellent. Okay, let's continue. These ships move about a million pounds of cargo around the world every year. There are only about a dozen container ships in the world. Oh, what's the problem, Maya? There's more than 5,000 container ships around the world. You are right. Very good. Okay, let me carry on to my final sentence. Each container ship needs hundreds of crew members. What's the problem, Maya? Surprisingly, they only need 20 crew members. Very good knowledge. And you're right. What a surprise that is. They only need 20 crew members. So at the end of that round, Maya, you spotted three out of my four balonies. But I managed to sneak one by you 
by saying these ships move about a million pounds of cargo around the world every year. Actually, they move billions, not millions, of tons of cargo. But you correctly gave me the answers to three that you noticed, so at the end of that round, Maya, you also score a total of six points. Thank you. Last, but definitely not least, is Riley. Your subject is artificial materials. Here we go. Artificial materials are materials created by humans, often by changing the properties of materials that exist in nature. Plastic is an artificial material that is made of coal and clay. Baloney. Oh, what's the problem, Riley? Plastic is an artificial material made of coal and oil. Oh, very good. Made of coal and oil. Fantastic. Here we go. Some kayaks are made of an artificial material called feather glass. Baloney. Uh-huh. What's the problem, Riley? It's not feather glass. It's fiberglass. Of course it is. It's fiberglass. Very good indeed. Fiberglass is made with glass fibers and wood fibers. Baloney. What's the problem, Riley? Fiberglass isn't made of wood fibers. It's made of glass and plastic fibers. Very good, of course. It's made of plastic fibers. Excellent. And here's into our final sentence. Bulletproof vests are made of crinoline, a material... Baloney. What's the problem, Riley? It's not what crinoline. <laughs> it's Kevlar. It's Kevlar, a material made of plastic fibers. Absolutely right. Riley, you spotted all four balonies. You gave correct answers each time, which gives you a total of eight points. Thank you. Let's take a moment to check the scores. We have Maya in first place with 13 points. And in second place, we have Riley with eight points. And just behind is Ella in third place with seven points. Now remember, we still have two more quizzes to go. So all of these points are going to change. I have a funny feeling I know who this is. Hello? Christopher Lloyd, this is Otto. Oh, everyone, as you probably know by now, Otto is a robot who is staying at my house. Otto, you have to stop calling me here. I'm about to do another quiz. This will not take long. Otto noticed Christopher Lloyd is sneezing. Otto has a cure for his cold. A cure for my cold? What are you talking about? Otto read about Dr. Willem Kolf in the encyclopedia. Dr. Kolf built an artificial kidney using a washing machine. Yes, Dr. Kolf was a brilliant scientist. He had few supplies, so he improvised. That's how he ended up building an artificial kidney using a washing machine. But what has this got to do with my cold? Dr. Kolf inspired Otto. Otto has glued together three hair dryers. When Otto blows the warm air on Christopher Lloyd, he won't be cold anymore. Otto, that's not how you get rid of a cold. Now, listen, I really don't have time for this. Otto? Otto? Hmm, I guess he hung up. Well, let's get on with the show. Our next quiz is... Factastic. For this quiz, I'm going to ask each of you a series of ten rapid-fire questions. Every time you answer a question correctly, you get one point. But if you don't know the answer, just say pass or don't know and we'll move on. You each have 45 seconds to get through the questions. So, let's begin. 
Maya, your first question starts now. To the nearest half billion, how many people live on Earth today? 7.5. Brilliant. What company was founded by the richest person in the world? Amazon. Very good. What is the most populated metropolitan area in the world? Tokyo. Brilliant. Who was the first YouTube video to be viewed more than a billion times? Kingdom style. In what year did the number of online devices on Earth exceed the number of humans? 2008. About what percentage of the world's flowering plants depend on pollinators such as bees? 100%. Oh, good try. The answer is actually 90%. What type of train uses magnets to raise the train off the rails? Um, pass. Okay, the answer is maglev. Oh, there's the buzzer. Time's up. That was awesome, Maya. You correctly answered five out of seven questions. Thank you, Riley. You're next. Your first question is going to start now. What do we call a disease that spreads across large regions of the globe? Pandemic. The richest one percent of people own about what percentage of the world's wealth? Forty. In what country is the world's most polluted city? India. Very good. What is currently the world's most popular social media platform? Facebook. Brilliant. What branch of medicine involves the use of extremely small technology? Nanomedicine. Nanomedicine. Excellent. What is the term for a species at very high risk of extinction? Endangered. What famous graph plots the increasing concentration of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere since 1958? Pass. Nuclear power plants currently use what type of nuclear reaction, which involves the splitting of atoms? Nuclear fission. Brilliant. What import? Oh, well done indeed. That was fantastically good, Riley. You managed to get all the answers correct, except for one, which you passed, which was question seven. And the answer about the increasing concentration of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere is the Keeling curve. So you scored a total of seven points. Thank you. And here's the last set of questions for Ella. Ella, are you ready? Yes. Okay, here we go. Where is the global seed vault that stores more than a million seed varieties in case of emergency? Norway. In what year was the World Wide Web unveiled? 1991. What artificial material is used to make parachutes and instrument strings? Nylon. Oh, very good. What do we call the process by which human and natural activities cause dry areas of land to become desert? Drought. That's a tricky one. The answer is desertification. What is the term for an event in which many species of animals die in a short space of time? Extinction event. Brilliant. Raising temperatures cause sea levels to do what? To rise. Excellent. What company began developing self-driving cars in 2009? Tesla. Oh, good try. The answer is Google. In what country? Oh, there's the buzzer. Time's up. Ella, you correctly answered five out of seven questions. So that means you get a total of five points. Thank you. Oh, I need to take a break. And it's perfect timing too. Because this is the part of the show where the contestants get to ask some questions, and today we have the pleasure of welcoming Dr. Eric Gregerson to the show. Dr. Gregerson is a senior editor at Britannica, specialising in the physical sciences and technology. Before joining Encyclopedia Britannica in 
He worked at the University of Chicago Press on the Astrophysical Journal. Dr. Gregerson, welcome to Show What You Know. Hello, Chris. Thanks for inviting me. Well, it's great to have you. And I don't want to keep our contestants waiting any longer, so let's get right to the questions. Ella, why don't we start with you? What would you like to ask Dr. Gregerson? Hi, Dr. Gregerson. How can we make technology more efficient and helpful for the environment? I think the best way to make technology better for the environment is to have it use less energy, which, you know, energy, of course, is a carbon-intensive process. A lot of our energy does come from fossil fuels, but the percentage around the world, the percentage of energy coming from renewable energy is increasing. So things are getting better, but still probably not as fast as they should be. Well, it's a great question, and I guess we've all got to be conscious of trying to use less energy and consume less. And let's see if we can make that transition even faster. Okay, on to our next contestant. Maya, what question have you got for Dr. Gregerson? Hello. I was wondering, in terms of technology, how did man advance by getting to the moon? And based off your answer, how do you think man will advance when we get on Mars? Well, uh, You know, getting to the moon was a very long process that took like about 10 years from deciding to do it. And how we would advance once we get on Mars, we would need quite a bit of new technology to get there. You know, we would need new ways for astronauts to survive on Mars, even just surviving the trip, because they would be outside of the protection of Earth's uh, magnetosphere, which keeps a lot of our cosmic radiation out. And there would be quite a lot of new technologies needed to just survive on Mars because once you're there, you have to grow your own food, you have to uh, recirculate your own water. So there would be quite a lot of technological advancement needed just for survival on Mars. Well, that is fascinating. And of course, brings us on to our last contestant. Riley, what would you like to ask Dr. Gregerson? Hi, Dr. Gregerson. Do you think it is really possible to wire human brains to computers in the future? And what are your thoughts on it? Uh, I suspect. I suspect it will be, and we are starting to have the first glimmers of a direct sort of computer brain interface. But would I do it myself? I kind of feel probably not. But I think we are still quite a long ways away from something like you see in the movie The Matrix, where you just, you know, stick a wire in the back of your head and you're ready to go into some amazing 3D virtual reality experience that is indistinguishable from reality. So it's, uh, it's an interesting area of development. And I think for people, you know, who are visually impaired or, or have other issues like that, it would be uh, quite an advancement. Well, that is just fascinating. What three amazingly brilliant questions, Dr. Gregerson. What a privilege it is for us to have you here to give us an insight into the future. So we thank you so much for coming on to show what you know, and we hope you can stick around because we're coming up to the last question of the game. That's odd. Someone's at the door. Come in. Otto, what are you doing here? Otto has come to take away your cold. Please stay seated while I blow hot air on you. Otto, no! Otto, no! Turn those hairdryers off! Otto was trying to repair you. Otto, humans can't be repaired like machines. We're far too complex. For all of our medical advances, there's still so much we don't know about the human organism. Like how to cure the common cold. Humans are strange creatures. Otto is going home. Otto, wait! You came all this way to the studio. How would you like to help me finish up the show? Thank you. 
My positronic brain is ready to assist you. Otto, take it away. Here's the next quiz. Bonus round. Right now we have Maya in the lead with 18 points. Riley is in second place with 15 points. Anella, you're in third place with 12 points. But each of you can double your score if you can give the right answer to this next question. Now, who can tell me what happens next? You're, you're going, going to play, play a song. song. That's absolutely right. I am going to ask you to listen to a song. And as you're listening to the song, I want you to send me a secret message telling me what or who you think the song is about. Everyone listen. Here's the song. As technology grows, we found other forms of power, alternatives to fossil fuels. Electricity coming from wind and solar power are innovative, valuable tools. It's a kind of conservation that helps the world's climate improve. This use of energy has a name. What's the answer? You know it's your move. So show that you know what you know. You know what you know. You know what you know. Oh, yeah! That was an amazing song. I was swinging my hips the whole time. Now, I hope you've all been typing in your answers, telling me what you think that song was about. And after you hear me count to three, I want you to press your buzzers and show me your answers. Are you ready? Yes. yes. One, two, three. Fantastic. We have three answers, but only one of them is correct. Riley, you have the correct answer. And the answer is... <laughs> renewable energy. So the final scores are in. We have Ella in third place with 12 points. And we have Maya, who is in second place with 18 points. But in a come-from-behind victory, we have Riley, who is in first place with a total of 30 points, which makes Riley our champion of champions. Thank you. Before we hand out the prizes, I want to thank our returning contestants for playing Show What You Know. Ella, Maya and Riley, it was great to have you back on the show again and I hoped you enjoyed being here as much as I enjoyed having you. So, that just leaves it to Kurt. Why don't you tell our contestants what they won? Thanks, Chris. Our returning contestants have already received a copy of the Britannica all-new Kids Encyclopedia. What we know and what we don't. For their encore appearance, they've just won a copy of Chris's own book, Absolutely Everything, a history of Earth, dinosaurs, rulers, robots, and other things too numerous to mention. And today's grand prize winner and the reigning champion of Show What You Know will be receiving a $100 Amazon gift certificate. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. We hope you have enjoyed the series. And if you want to learn more, you can visit our website at kids.britannica.com. Or better yet, pick up a copy of the Britannica all-new Kids Encyclopedia, What We Know and What We Don't. You'll find all the answers to every quiz we've ever done and so much more. Until we meet again, this is Christopher Lloyd reminding all of you that the real world is far more amazing than anything you can make up. <laughs> 
Say goodbye, Otto. Goodbye, Otto. Sound engineer and editor for Show What You Know is Ryan Staples. Our Q&A researchers are Allison Eldridge, Joe Lukowski, and Fia Bigelow. Our production assistant is Emily Goldstein. Chris's guests today were Ella, Maya, and Riley. Music was by Jacob Denny. Original songs by Dennis Scott. Show What You Know was written, directed, and produced by Rick Sigelkow. Our executive producer is Rick Livingston. And I'm your announcer, Kurt Heinz. This program is copyrighted by Encyclopedia Britannica, Incorporated. All rights reserved.